good evening so i hope you're liking the podcast that i am posting so uh, to the continuation of yesterday's uh, podcast now we are stepping into chapter 3 uh, which is named after from gathering to growing food so it starts with uh, mentioning that the dog is the first animal to be tamed by a human and that that dog is an wild ancestral dog so how did people become herders so when they start taming uh, the gentle animals when they start protecting them from wild animals they started giving up the hunting and they started be- becoming herders so when they uh, this particular process is generally known as domestication so it began in 2000 12000 years ago which is a process in which people grow plants and look after animals so so generally uh, even for this domestication there is a kind of process for selection of animals and plants uh, so it's it depends uh, totally on the strength of the plant the quality of the plant or how gentle in nature is the plant or the animal and uh, and uh, how, what what kind of uh, quantity produced will that plant give in return when they are domesticated so the earliest domesticated plant traces were the wheat and barley in india so uh there were also traces that they used to uh, these people of this century used to store animals and food so they used to store these foods in clay pots or uh, woven baskets or duck pits so duck pits are places where uh, you generally uh, dig into the soil and try to create a pit and say store food into it so generally there were mostly the grains wheat and barley as as i said before so these grains were used for multiple purposes like they are used for growing or harvesting the next crop or they are used for food they are used for gifting uh, to people and they are also used as currency in many scenarios so uh, in the textbook they have given a, f- a list of sites and what what they what the historians or archaeologists found at these sites so the first site is mehrga mehrgad or megard so which is located in pakistan they found wheat barley sheep goat and cattle traces there and uh, koldiva koldiva uh, is from up they found rice fragmented animal bone traces and the third one is maha mahagara which is in uh, which is currently is in up and they have found rice cattle and some hoof marks on clay surfaces uh, the other place is gufkral gufkral which is currently uh, located in kashmir so they found traces of wheat and lentil so and the other location is burza hon burza hon is in kashmir presently so they found the traces of wheat lentil dog goat sheep cattle and buffalo so cattle here means cow maybe cow uh, yeah uh, after that the, the location is the chiran bihar so they found wheat green gram 
barley buffalo ox so ox is something new which they found in chirand bihar and the other two places are almost from my uh, native location from andhra pradesh hallur and payampalli so hallur uh, and payampalli have millets in common millets sheep pig in common uh, wherein uh, payampalli has black gram which is unique and hallur has cattle as extra so uh, were there any settled life traces uh, in india at those times yes so in the burza home site of kashmir they have found um, a pit houses pit houses are generally uh, like pit holes so where uh, gen- people uh, dig houses into the ground and they try to uh, hut them on the surface so you have some steps to go underground into the house and come out um, so generally these kind of uh, houses were generally built to create the warmth because of the uh, higher altitudes in kashmir you feel so cold there so uh the, even historians and archaeologists find some cooking hearths cooking hearths are some kind of uh, uh what uh, the some kind of boundaries or some mud uh, mud kind mud kind of walls that are created just to burn vessels or make some food or just to uh, burn fire in it so after that uh generally we are trying to discuss what are difference between paleolithic tools and neolithic tools so as we already discussed what is paleolithic and neolithic so paleolithic is the first era which uh, which is of 2 million years ago to some 25000 years and neolithic is the last the latest era which uh, starts from 10000 years and above so uh, paleolithic tools are purely made of stone whereas neolithic tools uh, tools are made of stones and animal bones so paleolithic tools are very raw in shape they don't have any definite shape whereas neolithic shape have uh, are found with definite uh, sharp edges depending on the type of uh functionality they want to give it to it give give to it and uh, what uh, why were those tools made in paleolithic uh, period so they were generally made for hunting and digging whereas in neolithic they have uh, the culture has shifted from uh, hunting to herding so they started using them for grinding grains or some rare scenarios of hunting and some other household activities like harvesting and things like that so now we uh, discuss more about uh, neolithic period so in neolithic period earthen pots with decoration were found they were used for cooking rice wheat so they also found some traces of growing cotton and uh, some kind of uh, cloths which were woven so after that what is a tribe 
and uh, what kind of a lifestyle and customs do does a tribe follow so after two to three generations if a family settles in a in small groups in a village these families who are related to each another and group of these families form a tribe so generally the lifestyle of these tribes were found to be like men are mostly uh, towards leading cattle herds and milking cattle and making pots baskets tools and herds whereas women they were restricted to cooking food uh, sowing growing harvesting agri- in agriculture and sometimes they are also equally participating in milking and cleaning the cattle they also did this uh, uh, pottery basket weaving and tool making and if we come on to the children they are mostly given work of giving giving protection for crops from animals so in this uh, era they used to treat old men as leaders because of their experience in life and old women for their wisdom and suggestions so tribes have their unique tradition culture they have their own uh, gods stories and paintings so generally at those times wealth of a tribe is generally uh, described or defined based on the grasslands they have and the forests they generally uh, rely on and the water sources so there was no uh, difference between rich and poor at the time so um, later um, and another site which is mehrga in pakistan this is a site of 8000 years ago which means uh, it falls in neolithic age so in this site we have found traces that people have learned to grow barley wheat clearly and they also learned uh, rearing sheep cattle goats with uh, perfection and many of uh, traces from animals found like the bones of deer pig so there are three levels of uh, uh, digging so in those levels in the earlier level they have found the deer and pig in the later level they have found the sheep and goat and the deeper level they have found the cattle so the based on these digs and these levels of uh, digging they ha- they the historians have come to a conclusion that these people have perfected their uh, cattle rearing profession so after that what is a village and its what are what are its features so a village is uh, somewhere in between town and a hamlet so uh, it's uh, less than a town and greater than a hamlet so and and the village is generally found in a rural setting or environment the major feature is that people here are mostly engaged in food production or agriculture so as we discussed uh, 
जस्ट बिफोर अबाउट द टाइप्स ऑफ डिगिंग और द लेवल्स ऑफ डिगिंग सो वी हैव ए क्वेश्चन फॉर यू सो हाउ डू आर्कियोलॉजिस्ट डिग एंड डिफाइन लेवल्स सो द आंसर इज इफ देर इज अप एंड इफ यू डिवाइड दैट इन टू समी टू फोर लेवल्स फ्रॉम from the top to bottom as level 1 level 2 level 3 and level 4 then the 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 deepest level which is level 4 is considered to be the first starting layer which is near to the flat ground so uh, historians and uh, archaeologists believe that uh, after years of you i mean after years the layer the levels that get gathered and uh, humped upon each other are because of the usage of the people who lived at that particular area so these usage materials or uh, soil or the uh, or the uh, crop or anything these form a heap or form layers on each other so uh, based on the deep depth of digging they try to uh, level and try to understand the kind of uh, findings and segregate them so in merga merga is another site of ne- neolithic period so in merga they have found uh, some rectangular and square houses so some of the rooms were used for storage as uh, uh, historians found few grain uh, samples and other storage things so there were few burial sites in merga where uh, they found a few dead bodies were also uh, few dead bodies were also found along with dead bodies of goats and some uh, vessels which probably define that they believed that there is a life after death wherein they or uh, wherein they intend to take these food for their survival there in uh, daujali hadding so it's also one of the uh, uh, site neolithic site they have found some stone tools which are made of mortar and pestles and mostly uh, wood these are made of wood so uh, these tools are generally used for growing uh, um, and cultivating some uh, millets or grains so they also found jadeite jadeite is something which you need to remember jadeite is a stone uh, is a very uh, unique stone uh, where india doesn't have any kind of traces of it so they historians believe that this stone has been brought from china so this might be an upsc question that you need to remember jadeite so this was found in daujali harding site okay so then we enter into the another site which is katal hayuk katal hayuk katal hayuk is a site in turkey katal hayuk is a site in turkey so it's a very famous neolithic site so uh, there also they found many traces of uh, 
houses and constructions so in which uh, they found that uh, there are many materials like flint cowries and shells which were used so uh, in those flints were brought from syria and cowries were brought from red sea and shells were brought from the mediterranean sea so uh they historians believe that they uh, the people who lived in those areas used to travel a lot and longer distances and used to collect and bring these kind of raw materials to make their homes so uh, they used a pack of cattle to uh, bring uh, materials from far distances so finally what is the difference between farmers and herder farmer herders and hunter gatherers so hunter gatherers are generally from a paleolithic era and the beginning of mesolithic era and farmer herders are purely f- f- from neolithic era so generally farmer farmer herders they uh, rely on farming and agriculture so the uh, whereas hunter gatherers rely on hunting gathering and forest produce so farmer herders they try to uh, eat grains millets fruits and some forest produ- produce whereas hunter gatherers solely de- dependent on uh, killing or hunting animals or some kind of gathering that they get from forest so farmers herders used domestication and whereas hunter gatherers never heard of domestication at that particular stage so farmer herders they lived in uh, pit huts or houses whereas hunter gatherers they lived in caves and rock shelters so as we discussed there were caves uh, which were found uh, wherein you have these paintings of oxes running opposite to each other which were drawn by some hunter gatherers who were living in those caves so this reminds us about the situation so uh, where farmers herders they used tools of stone wood and animal bones whereas hunter gatherers they solely dependent depended on stone tools so now uh, we get into the chapter 4 which is in the earliest cities so it begins with harappa so there is a old story that has been told in this book that when railway lines were being led like 150 years old uh in in mumbai they stumbled upon some uh not not in mumbai uh they stumbled upon some uh, housing structures and the railways used some of its bricks to construct some some kind of stations so after few years uh, of this uh of this invention uh archaeologists researched and found that this is the oldest civilization that was found till now dated back to 4200 years ago so harappa civilization is uh, dated back to 4200 years ago that you need to remember so it's the first city to be discovered in india first uh, olden city i mean oldest city to be discovered in india 
so other than that the earliest cities in our indian subcontinent are mohenjo-daro chahudaro sodkako uh, these are three which are outside in india which are located in pakistan currently and we have harappa raki gadi kali bangan ganveri wal harappa raki gadi and kali bangan these are on the north side of india mostly in punjab area punjab and haryana and whereas uh, dolavira surkothada and lothal these are located purely in gujarat so these are some uh, earliest cities that are found in subcontinent in our indian subcontinent so if you see these locations you can understand that these look uh, these uh, civilizations were mostly uh, formed in the north western north western side of uh, our subcontinent so uh, historians and archaeologists found that in almost all the cities they uh, they they found the same pattern where uh, the whole city has been divided into two uh, two parts one part is of west and one part is at east the west part of the city is uh, located on a higher altitude comparatively with the eastern one so they named this uh, uh, western part of the city as citadel citadel is morely more more is morely towards the uh, the higher society of that particular era so where uh, there were buildings and there were more uh, people who belonged to this uh, high, I mean top hierarchy who used to stay in those areas and the uh, lower part is named after lower town so which is more towards the generic people who uh, who survived in those times so they might be these farmers uh, this uh, hunter gatherers or farmer farmers or herders so in this civilization they have found uh, many big pigs which were of its first of its kind so these bricks were properly uh, mortared or combined in an interlocking pattern so they also found unique pottery painted with designs in black uh, are found so along with this they also found materials like weights beads seals and copper tools so uh, the another question for you is where is the great bath and tell us more deep in detail about this place so great bath so great bath is found in harappa so great bath is considered to be one of the oldest swimming swimming pool in a in a harappan civilization so it is built with bricks and it's coated with plaster and made waterproof with natural tar so uh, it's in all it's almost in a uh, square shape having a pool in the center and rooms on both the sides so you um, you also have stairs from two opposite sides to enter into the pool so archaeologists consider uh, that this this great bath 
could be an occasional occasional bathing place uh, in times of ceremonies for the top hierarchy people so now we get into kalibangan and lothal so kalibangan and lothal have traces of this fire attars that were found fire attars as i said before are uh, places where you can put on fire it's like our fireplace where you generally burn a wood for warmth something similar so if we see the drainage system in harappan culture harappa and mohenjodaro culture so uh, there were uh, pipes there were some uh, large drains or some kind of canal small canals that were connecting the bathing area where uh, every house has their own bathing uh, pool or some kind of uh, structure that has been developed so uh, there used to be a drying system that generally con- used to connect the bathing the house to the uh, drains which are in the streets then these drains go collectively merge into large drains and these are being taken care of they also found that uh, few special buildings were also built in mohenjodaro and harappan culture which are very unique in its uh, architecture so um, they also believe that people used to travel to distant lands to get raw materials like gold silver etc so there were also traces of scribes so scribes are people who knew how to write so they also found some terracotta toys so they believe that the children at, uh, at these uh, harappan culture harappan and mohenjodaro culture civilization have played with these toys so now we get into the crafts which were found in harappa so they found uh, gold silver copper bronze and uh, many tools made of these metals and uh, weapons and vessels so they also found some seals which were made of stones so uh, seals as i mentioned uh, before seals are generally used uh, to stamp or to give protection to a particular product which is been packed and parceled so uh, we found they found uh, some seals which on animal bones uh, we, uh, sorry sorry uh, s- some seals on stones with animal uh, carvings animal uh, de- designs on it and we get to see some beautiful ornaments uh, which are very specialized in their way so they consider that there were some specialists who were able to pull out this kind of work at that time so in medga medga in pakistan so they uh, archaeologists believe that cotton was cultivated as uh, they found some cotton cloth traces on some copper objects so in mohenjodaro they also found the cotton cloth so they also found some spindle walls which were made of terracotta and fans 
so so they found uh, traces of fans fans is a gum that uh, generally helps to shape sand and powdered quartz and if you later glaze it then you get this kind of shiny surface to make uh, artifacts so generally this kind of uh, uh, material is used in beads bangles earrings tiny vessels so so there was a big question that uh, generally we have that in those times how were things commuted or carried so uh, archaeologists found a few toys and seals which generally solved or gave the answer for the question so the first toy that they found was of a cart so it resembles exactly uh, a bullock cart without any bullock to it so just a cart having wheels wooden wheels and uh, they also found a seal which shows that uh, uh, a boat like structure in water having two uh, people and a box that is being carried is depicted so which generally addresses our question of commutation and uh, so they also found a wooden plow which is of uh, some uh, t shape which is uh, which is quite new and comparatively different from our modern plow so so how how does food used to reach cities these cities so uh, as per the theory of archaeologists it's like uh, when people who live in countrysides are generally the farmers or herders um, so these these people they farm or cultivate uh, the crops and they try to send these crops to the cities to the traders to sell so uh, harappa and mohenjo-daro being uh, on the top high altitudes with no touch to uh, seas on either sides so and it is also considered to be having low rainfall compared to other regions in india so they they have also uh, archaeologists have also found some traces of water harvesting methods that they used to store water for cultivating throughout the year So after that, what are Harappan towns? So there are few towns that come under Harappan uh, civilization, like Dholavira. So what uh, what is so special about Dholavira? So Dholavira is so unique. It's not like any other city in uh, this uh, civilization. This particular city has been divided into three parts rather than two parts. Uh, the extra part being a pub- large public open area. for uh, summons and ceremonies that used to happen in uh, in public presence so 
now to conclude the three parts of the first one is citadel the second one being this uh, large public open area and the third one being the lower lower city so what did uh, uh, archaeologists found in lothal so lothal is being a uh, Lothal being from Gujarat and it's beside a uh, tributary of Sabarmati it was very easy for them to fetch raw, raw materials to make tools like uh, being at the banks of this tributary of Sabarmati it was very easy for them to fetch good stones that can use that can be used to make tools so because of which Uh, lothal has become an important center at uh, at that civilization period uh, where they used to make uh, objects out of shells metals and some precious stones so in lothal they also found a storehouse uh, where they had found plenty of seals and sealings so they also had uh, a special dockyard I mean, which they think is a dockyard uh, in theory. So, uh, uh, archaeologists think that uh, that particular place might be used for dockyard, and probably ships and boats were used to come in to trade. So, so you might have already got this doubt of what are seals and sealings. <coughs> As I said before. so seals are something which are used to stamp bags or packs of goods for safety and notification purposes while transporting so so consider you are selling a parcel which is been tied with a thread so uh, they used to apply clay on that particular knot of the thread and they used to seal it with a sealant then this impression of seal on clay is called the sealing so the particular clay part is called the sealing and the seal is something which is been impressed on it so if it's intact till it reaches the destination then the packet is not opened or reads safely so if it is opened then they consider it to be like a uh, stolen or theft or any kind of damage that has happened to the package so what would be the uh, what could be the possible reason for the mystery end of harappan and mohenjodaro civilization so even archaeologists and historians couldn't find the solid evidence but uh, the guesses vary vary from uh, person to person so here are some of the list of guesses that we have collected so the first thing being deforestation so uh, for a particular period of uh, deforestation maybe the lack of natural resources around to depend on made them uh, shift from one place to another and the second being dry dried up rivers so as as you all know india is uh, india is having a lot of perennial rivers which are not uh, which doesn't run through throughout the year so maybe because of this dried up rivers and uh, they people might have shifted from one place to another and many of the historians believes believe in natural calamities like floods uh, which because of which the whole civilization has um, come to an end 
and uh, few historians have a theory that they were not satisfied with the kings or the rulers so they have abandoned the place and moved on to another place so after that uh, it's like a small uh, information or a knowledge bit that i want to provide you about egypt so so egypt egypt is mostly desert desert so you we have traces that till uh, 5000 years ago the kings have ruled the egypt so they used to send their armies to fetch raw, raw materials from far lands so they generally uh, built these huge tombs called pyramids so they used to bury their bodies in pyramids so they believed in this after life uh, way of uh, living so whenever they are buried they used to take along food ornaments utensils musical instruments along with their dead bodies into the pyramids so now it's a timeline generally so we uh, try to conclude the two lessons so wherein 7000 years ago the first cotton cultivation traces have been found and after 4000 years ago we found new cities and 3900 years ago we try to see the end of this civilization like the harappa and mohenjo-daro and 2500 years ago we find another new cities being formed so quick bites so copper is or generally imported from rajasthan uh, while uh, while people who are living in uh, harappa and mohenjo-daro civilization so they generally imported copper from rajasthan and gold from karnataka and tin from afghanistan and some precious stones from gujarat because of the sabarmati river that's for it today and hope you all enjoying it please try to follow my instagram channel instagram page think like ias and thank you have a good day